Hey everybody, and hey Jen, how are you? Hey Scott, it's a good day. Yeah. It's a good day. And you know what I'm looking forward to? What? Starting this new series that we're gonna kick off today. Tell yeah, us about we're, it. We're, we're gonna get into the process of content development. How Very is it? Important. Yeah, how do you prepare? How do you prepare for a presentation, particularly when it comes to the stuff you're gonna say? Um, and we're gonna start with step one today. Um, and Scott, I think that the first step is going to be a surprise for some of our listeners. Well, why do you say that? Because I find that it's common when we need to create a presentation. One of the first things that presenters do is they open up that blank PowerPoint and just start typing away and creating graphs and yes. finding images. And that is truly one of the last steps. Yeah, yeah, you shouldn't be getting in. And it's not even necessary all the time. You know, we assume there's gotta be slides. But, but <laughs> right. I, I can feel you because before this whole pandemic thing, when I would be on an airplane flying to do a workshop or coach some people, I would be sitting on the aisle and I'm looking, you know, forward down the plane and across the aisle, maybe three seats up would be, someone you know who's clearly a, a an executive um, a professional would open up their lap, laptop and start working on their slides <laughs> you see it all the time <laughs> oh and it, and the problem the reason i felt so nauseous it wasn't because i was airsick it was because <laughs> i knew what was going to happen they were going to load up their slides you know put the slides first in primary and, and kind of make a document-like thing so the slides would be really dense and wordy and all that stuff. And I just wanted to run up there and save them. Like, please stop. <laughs> you know? Okay, we are, gonna, we are going to talk about how to avoid this. And yes. I love that we're breaking this up into a series because there's some attention that needs to be put into the preparation piece. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, and there's some great foundational ways to get going. Yes. So what, what do you tell your clients? That what's step one in the presentation crafting process? Ah, when asked to give a presentation or you're deciding to put one together, the first question I suggest clients to think about is who's going to be sitting in my audience. Yeah. Do I have decision makers, key stakeholders, executives, who's attending and what do they possibly already know about this topic? So I feel that this is one of the most important steps when putting together a presentation because we always want to make sure our presentation is for the audience. Everything's yeah. about the audience. And this is the first great step to make that happen. Yeah. I, I have come to encourage people in some cases, not in all, but to brainstorm even. So you get a piece of paper and you say, write down as many things as you can about who these people are. It could be demographics, you know, age group and, and gender and stuff like that. It could be psychographics, like they tend to be creative and all those kind of things. Um, brainstorming is a wonderful way to sort of unblock the mental log jam that sometimes keeps you from 
being more um, deep in your thinking and more creative. Yes, yes. And, and also adding, if you have the perspective around how do they possibly already feel about this topic? Are they for it? Are they against yes, it? Yes, yeah, yeah. And yeah. also the what's in it for them? Right. Why should they even attend the presentation? It, it's, uh, there are a couple more questions because that's a key one. Um, and these aren't, I want to offer two questions that I really like to ask about your audience. One is what gets them out of bed in the morning? So you really start to understand their deeper motivations and what keeps them up at night. So what are the things that they worry about? It's how do you find this out, Scott? Well, you don't always, I mean, it's you, but you have to give yourself room to think about it. You may know, you, you may know, or you may have to talk to somebody that knows people in the audience well, or you may have to talk to somebody in the audience, you know, give a call and say, hey, I'm going to be giving a presentation to your group. I, I have a few questions. What are the yeah. kind of things that drive the people in your group? What do they care about? Sounds like those two questions will identify what excites your audience and yes. what concerns your audience. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So all that helps to, to create a more complete picture. Now, having said that, I, I just want to warn everybody that don't think that you can do the perfect audience analysis, analysis and know your audience so inside and out that you can predict exactly how they're going to react in a presentation. Um, do the best you can, but don't think that it's like, um, I'm, I'm shooting for perfection. It's, I want to get in their shoes a little bit and get to understand them. Yeah. Um, but then I got to move on and do some, some other stuff. Here, here's my belief around that. I, I do feel a lot of presenters, they miss that step of who's my audience. What do they already know? What excites them? What concerns them? They're missing that part. Yeah. So when they do start playing around with those questions, just as you said, it's not going to be perfect. Yeah. However, it's going to show being intentional. And your audience is going to feel that. Your audience is going to feel and hear that difference in the presentation because yes. we're being more intentional. Yeah, yeah. Now, I'm going to add a step to kind of and confuse everybody. <laughs> oh, please, please confuse us. We're talking about, you know, we're titling this step one, but I'm really thinking of step one and step two as kind of mushed together and a little interchangeable. Hybrid. Yeah, well, you gotta Fine. know your audience. There's no question you've gotta think about your audience. In some cases, you might not need to do a lot of research because you know them well. In other cases, you might need to go a little, you know, above and beyond and make phone calls and do some research, but, while you're thinking about that, it's also important for you to define what's your goal for your audience. I mean, knowing where you want to take them. And the way I, I encourage my clients to approach that process is just completing a simple sentence. And the sentence is, by the end of this presentation, my listeners will. When you do that, I, I encourage people to avoid things like, by the end of this presentation, my listeners will know why my idea is so important. <laughs> it's, it's no, the, the word no 
implies that you're going to kind of inform them or give a lecture, you know? So I like them to use words like believe or feel, Mm -hmm. you know? Emotional. Yes, right. Because that's how people make decisions. Ultimately, if you're going to influence them, you've got to move them. um, You got to move their heart as well as their head, right? So the sentence is something like, by the end of this presentation, my listeners will feel or will believe. And then you can complete that part of the sentence. And then I would add to that, and then they will do this. And then they will take action based on that belief um, and, and specify what that action is. If you don't know what you want your audience to believe and what you want them to do by the end of your presentation, your presentation is going to lack clarity. It will. And I love that this is the the second part because when a presenter, when they're very clear on what the goal is, then they're able to communicate that out as well. Because how often is a is a presenter asked, hey, what's your presentation going to be about? Or why should I attend your presentation? And when they have that clear goal that they can clearly communicate, it's, it, it's a game changer for a presentation. Yeah. And so many times I find that I'll ask somebody and they won't know the answer. They won't know. They stumble. Sure. <laughs> well, they'll, yeah. they'll, they'll get it confused, right? They'll think I'm doing a report out on this data. And then I'm saying, but what do you want the audience to do? Yeah. And then they go, well, I want the audience you know, to do something different. I go, well, now you're getting mixed up because you're thinking you want them just to be informed when you really want to persuade and convince them of something. So know what that is, or you're never going to be able to lead them where you want them to go. You know what else I like about this goal is when you're clear on what the goal is for your presentation, you can even tie that into the opening of your presentation. Yeah. Yep. So that your audience is clear from the start. What is the goal? Yeah. I love it when a presenter communicates what the goal is going to be for that presentation at the very beginning. And I, I think if you're presenting to an executive team, that's a perfect time to do that. They want to know you're not going to waste their time. Exactly. Clarity is tantamount in some cases, then get right to it and be very, very concrete and, and upfront about your goal. I love it. So, I do. so what do we want these folks to remember about these first two steps? We called it one step, but I think I snuck in a second one. <laughs> you cheated, Scott. Okay. Here's, here's what I feel is the biggest takeaway is that presenters are not giving themselves permission to pause in that moment and and really think about who is their their audience. So just take that moment to think through who's attending, what are their needs, what do they already know? And I would write it down, get it on pen and paper. And it's just, it's gonna start that whole creative process anyway of putting that presentation together. It's really gonna help to stand apart. And I would say write out your goal for your your audience. Complete the sentence, by the end of this presentation, my listeners will focus on beliefs and behaviors and write it out. Make it concrete. Yes, make sure it's clear and succinct. (laughs) Yes. So what are we doing next week then? Oh, I love how next week is gonna piggyback off of this. So we just talked about 
understanding your audience, knowing that goal for your presentation. Next, we're going to talk about how do you create the core message, and that's how we create the entire presentation. It's going to be around that core message. That's right. That's right. Looking forward to it. All right, everybody. Thank you for tuning in, and we will see you next week. See ya. Bye-bye.